This is Stacks and the City, the podcast about getting this money and achieving financial independence by any means necessary. And this is episode 23, how I got chased out of an Italian grocery store and other travel tales. Let's get started. Everybody. Hi. Hey. Hope y'all are having a great, fantastic day. I know I am so far, y'all. I know it's early, but hey, welcome. Welcome to another episode. If you guys are just tuning in for the first time, my name is Ashley. I'm a 20-something-year-old living in Washington, D.C., in our nation's capital. And y'all, I got coin and I got a story to sell, and we're gonna just get this money. That's what the show's all about, y'all, getting this money. Of course, I want to thank you all so much for taking the time out of your busy day, whether it be in the morning time. I don't know if I'm a jog voice, but during your jog or when you're walking the dog, poop, I don't know, y'all, whatever. Whatever floats your boat, I really appreciate you all taking the time to come in and listen as we talk about ways to get money, ways to live a life of abundance, and ways to take charge of our financial lives so that we can live the life that we're supposed to live, the life that we deserve to live, the life of choice, guys. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it absolutely buys choices. Now, this month or this series, we're definitely switching gears up a little bit more and we're gonna delve into travel. Yes, y'all, yes. It is our travel series here on Stacks and the city. We're going to be talking about ways to save money and literally travel the world. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it's all about. Because again, it's all about choice. For me, traveling has been such an important part of my life. It's a big reason why I am the way I am. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's such an eye-opening experience for me. It's taught me so much about myself. It's given me such a fantastic appreciation, not just for myself and the things I have. I feel like people say that all the time. But more importantly, it gives me an appreciation for how others live, how others decide to navigate the life that they have, their environment that they're in, to make it work for them. So traveling has absolutely been all those things and more. I highly encourage anyone to travel. Anybody can do it, y'all. All you need is a passport and a dream. That's all you need, passport and a dream. But we will be delving a little bit more into how to travel on a budget, why should you travel, some hacks, fun stuff, you know, everything and above. And I have some really cool interviews coming up this month too on people who have like hacked travel. Like people are out here living their best life cubed. It's not like it's not even a game anymore. It's great stuff. Just a little bit about my travel life and my travel history. I've been to over 20 countries. I know there's like this 30 before 30 thing, but that's really not an objective. It's not a goal. You know, I've I've always been kind of skeptical about these like you know, these challenges, these Insta challenges, y'all ignore that. Just go to one, go to one and you'll see how it just gets so addictive. Like it's like, I gotta go travel, I gotta go travel. But the purpose of this show today is to encourage you guys to start traveling, to see the benefits of traveling and to show you that it is possible. I will be delving into nitty gritty details and how to travel, budget travel in my next episode, but we're really gonna keep it pretty general right now. Okay, now, as I've said before, I've been to over 20 different countries and counting. I've been to every, okay, let me stop. I've been to five continents. Not every continent, but I've been to five. I haven't been to Antarctica or Oceania yet. Those are definitely on my list. I've gone for different types of reasons. 
I go for leisure. I've done like vacation thing. I went to be adventurous. I've also done something just to learn and rough it and just be a part of like a different world. Like it's so many different reasons why I've decided to travel. But my biggest reason really is just out of genuine curiosity. And I'm just inquisitive. I want to know how do people live? Why do people live? How's it look? All that fun stuff. Now, uh, the first place I, I've ever visited was way back in the day. It was in 2005. I went to Cairo, Egypt through a government program at the time uh, through a USA. I don't know if that means anything to you guys, but I went to a, I went on a foreign exchange program. And that was the first time that I opened my eyes to a life outside of the United States. Now, getting there was definitely not easy. Uh, at the time I was a minor and my dad had to sign my passport form in order for me to go abroad. If both of your parents are, they technically have custody, they both needed you. Y'all, my dad would not sign that thing. He was ner he was scared out of his mind. His daughter was not going anywhere, or so he thought. Yes, y'all, I, I did some things to make sure I went. I'm going to leave it at that. But you have to do what you have to do to get what you want. If it's something that you really want, it doesn't matter. There, there are no such thing as barriers. There's no such thing as hurdles. You just make it happen for yourself. You just make it happen. You just, you just, just plow out the way and you make it happen. So definitely had to go through some loops and bounds to get there, but I did. For me, that was my, actually my first interaction with white people, with the Caucasian variety. Shout out to y'all. I've never been around like, suburban white people before. So we went, it's about 16 of us, we went as a cohort. And ironically, those were the people who I felt least connected with, the people who I'm supposed to be most comfortable with at the time I felt least connected with because I felt like we had nothing in common. Our lives were so different. And they were a little bit older than I am. They were like, I was what 15 at the time, they were 17 or so. And these people were these people were over here globe trotting before they were walking. Jeez, a lot of them had visited the countries that they you know they, they were part of. It was really wild. So for me, it was very 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 different, very different experience. But I met my host family, who I still stay in contact to, with to this day. Like, it was such an eye opening experience to see how we do the same things but so differently. Like humans have we have universal truths to us. We both eat. We all have to sleep, we all communicate, we all procreate, we all, we have these universal salient truths to ourselves, but I find it so fascinating that we all adapt to those salient measures in different ways. But nonetheless, that was what jump-started my travel bug, like the travel bug, it never went away, it's still there, y'all, it's eating like a mosquito, it just won't go away, but it was, it was literally fantastic, and as a result, I've been blessed enough to go traveling um, in undergrad, I did study abroad. I went to I went to fun, like just went abroad for fun, for leisure. I went backpacking in Europe by myself for about six weeks, almost two months. So I definitely, um, I really want to take advantage of the life that I am so blessed to have, and I really want to take advantage of the world and understand how and why people act the way that they do, why they behave the way that they do. And you know, it's fun. It's lots of fun. I love traveling because of the challenge. You know, when you travel, it's a it's a big challenge. Everything is different and and ridiculous and scary and crazy. Like I said, we have a lot of salient truths, but doing something as simple as waking up in the morning can be the most difficult thing ever. Trying to figure out directions is difficult because you don't speak the language. The food, the you know, you feel like someone could be taking advantage of you. You're by yourself. You just there's so many things that you take for granted when you live in a place where, for the most part, you 
assimilate into the culture where you are a part of the bigger culture more than less. So I love that challenge because it, it really, it, it makes your brain think. You got to do some thinking to get where you want to go. I remember being in Germany and apparently no one really speaks English there. Like they do, but they don't. And I got super lost in Cologne. I was like, I had never been so lost. I was, cr I was almost crying. That's how lost I was. And apparently I was by a really big like World Heritage site. It was a big church and I had no idea. But I went to a hostel. They really didn't speak the language, but they were super nice. They were super friendly. But everything is a challenge. You just you just never really know. You never really know what people's intentions are. But I always try to think that everyone's super positive. Again, the appreciation piece. I love traveling because I have the ability to truly appreciate the life and the surroundings that I have. Like that's one piece of it. I'm blessed to live in a country where I have food, I have a place to stay, I eat, I see people, I'm able to talk to you all, communicate with you all about my life and my experiences, and I have an ability to help inspire those to do the same. I'm not saying it's not like that in other countries, but I do know that I got a good setup here, and I'm very blessed to be a citizen of this country. That's how I feel whenever I travel. But more importantly, I have an appreciation for how other people have been able to make do of their situations and the lifestyles that they have. I have a genuine appreciation for that. Like I said, there's so many different salient measures of us. One thing I think of particularly is how we eat and how we sleep, our food. Our food is, is something that we all have to have as a necessity but the way we do it differentiates based on your country. And I remember I was in, one time I went to Senegal and we're all sitting together. So we're literally, you know, we're, there's like one big bowl of like rice, like yassa, which is their traditional food. And there's fish and essentially fish, veggies and rice. One big bowl and like, like maybe six of us sitting around the bowl and we all have to eat this. Now there's no utensils, there's no napkin. We have the head honcho at the front he's you know he's front and center he's the guy and he's literally takes a big fork and passes the food to different people so I got a good piece of fish the men usually get like a really nice piece of fish so we have our own little section where we're eating so I really appreciated how something that we would think is so like trivial or jejun I don't know it's like primitive which is absolutely not but there's a system to how they're able to do things where everyone gets to eat everyone has a chance to to be communal it was fantastic these are the memories that I have when I travel these are, you know, and I appreciate, you know, the kindness. Everywhere I've gone, every country I've visited, I see nothing but genuine, kind people. People who are willing to go out of their way to help you, even though they don't know who you are. Those are the salient measures that I see when I travel. So I really do have an appreciation for those sentiments. Like, those feelings don't change when you go out of the country. A smile is the same. Rain feels the same. You know, these things don't change. And that's something I appreciate whenever I go abroad. And, of course, you know, I like the commonalities. It, it taught me that at the end of the day, we're all, we all are living. We all, we just do it differently. There's, I've found commonality in other people. And those pieces are what I apply into my everyday life is to always look for something in common with people who you think you have absolutely nothing in common with. That's essential. And being abroad has taught me these lessons. They've taught me these things. Now, switching gears a little bit. So a lot of people wonder how I've been able to travel so much. And again, on a very, very, very limited budget. 
very limited budget. So first, like I said, I, I would say that some of my trips were funded by others. Some of them, it really, it really does depend. Some of them were not. So again, my first trip I went to was paid for um, by, it was like a government program to help high school students get in, acclimated with Middle Eastern culture. And um, most of my other opportunities in undergrad, I went to, when I went um, to the United Kingdom, when I came to Italy, were all through um, my school. My school paid for that because it was part of my tuition. So I took advantage of the study abroad programs that, that Duke offered. I did an international honors program, which I visited five countries in one semester. Because I knew, I, like I said, I, y'all, the travel bug is not, it's source in my spleen, it is in my soul, it's there. And I knew this program was something that I wanted to emulate. And I guess for my more recent trips, you all, it's literally all about finding the deals and figuring out exactly what it is that you want when you travel. So, when you travel, y'all, and if you want to, you know, you want to bust out the countries, you your budget's going to be limited, y'all. The budget's going to be limited. So first, you have to plan exactly what's your priority when you travel. I always choose one thing that I really, really, really want to do that I'm not going to budge. Um, I'm going to splurge on. I'm not going to budge when it comes to the price. You have to choose what it is. Is it food? Do you want to explore the, the cuisine of the place, of the country that you're visiting? Is it the museums? Do you really want to take that in? Is it the fashion? Do you really want to go shopping? What piece of the culture do you want to really discover and hone in on? In my opinion, you can do it all, but some of them just have to be scaled back. For me, the most important part of traveling is always the history and the culture. I'm a huge history buff. I really want to discover what the history was. So I was not bulking. I was not going to seed on museums and those types of experiences. And I had no problem walking around and just like taking in the city and taking in the people. Like I was really like that kind of person. Figure out the kind of person that you that you will be willing to splurge money on. But everything else, you got to scale back, y'all. Everything else has to be scaled back. That's my number one recommendation when you travel is to figure out your intention and your reason why for why you're traveling. Another piece I want to recommend to you all is take advantage of your flights and deals. So certain countries have very inexpensive entry rates. So Iceland is cheap. They have this like stopover situation. So if you travel with Iceland Air, generally it's going to be a little bit cheaper. Flights that land in Amsterdam, I've seen, are pretty inexpensive as well. My trip to, um, when I backpacked Europe, I started in Amsterdam, and I left out of Amsterdam, too. Yeah, I started and I left out of Amsterdam. And that trip was around, like, 500 600-ish dollars round trip total. 500 600 dollars round trip. And I think it's just Amsterdam was cheap. Turkey was also a cheaper country, I think, to, to fly into. So I would definitely take advantage of that. Now, I know that there's, y'all, I don't understand this vendetta against WOW Air, Spirit Air. Y'all, stop it. Stop the vendetta. There's nothing wrong with these flights, you all. There's nothing wrong with these with these places. I don't understand why people have an issue with them. Like, are y'all too good to tra- travel a plane? The issue, the reason why they're so cheap, you all, isn't because they have, like, really low flight regulations. It's because they literally... Extract every all the amenities from a traditional flight, so you're not gonna get, you know, your in-house movies. You're not gonna get food. Well, not not, the food's not that great. You're not gonna get those things. You're not gonna get the amenities of your the place that you're gonna be traveling to. So, gotta get used to that. You gotta pay for all your baggage fees, all that stuff. Usually, you're flying out of a random place, like not random, but places kind of out of the way. 
So you have to factor all those things you know, into your travel plans. But if it's still cheaper, by all means, do it. For me, it's like, what, five or six hours of discomfort for a month of fun and leisure and excitement. Y'all do the math. You have to figure out what you're willing to invest in. And if you're willing to invest in good flight and a really fancy flight, fine. But just know that other parts of your trip are going to have to be scaled back. Because, y'all, we don't have unlimited funds to be seen in the world. I'm telling you. Sorry, y'all. Ooh, I got emotional there. But I'm just telling you, you don't have the unlimited funds to do those things. Another piece that I would recommend for you all is figuring out how you would travel. When I backpacked Europe, I traveled, I had a backpack, and I kept it with me at all times. It made me more inconspicuous. People didn't really look at me too badly. You know, I wore like, the same thing over and over again, y'all. That was getting kind of tiring. But, you know, it was easy to travel and pack really lightly. So I, I packed pieces that would easily go together. And, y'all, I really wasn't impressed about fashion either. I'm like, why? I was really not kind of over it. But that those are the things that I think about. Those are what I prioritized when I decided to go traveling. Another piece that I have is to plan you all, like plan everything as much ahead of time as advance. I, when I backpacked Europe, I planned, I mapped out every country I was going to visit. I mapped out the hostels I would stay at. I mapped out the plane, the train tickets. I purchased those in advance. Like all that stuff you guys, I had on deck because I, it was very important to me to have some type of idea of where I'm going. So I didn't want to be wandering around Europe for two months for no reason. Now I did diverge. I did not have Belgium or Austria planned at the time, or, or sorry, I didn't have Salzburg and Austria planned at the time, but I was like, whatever, let's do it, let's go for it. And I just did it, I just went. And that was totally worth it. Did a fun day trip, it was absolutely worth it. Random hostel, did the research, but it was all really good stuff. One last tip I highly recommend too, and again, this is really general. Y'all need to have a backup plan. Have a backup plan. Now, a lot of people think that when I travel, I'm like super reckless, like, yeah, you know, woo, I'm just out here in the middle of nowhere, woo, no one knows my name, woo. It's not that easy. I always have cash on deck backed up just in case something pop off in the country. So I always have money for a one-way ticket back to America. Usually that's around $500 to $1,000 where I can just go home, no problem. I have had to do that before. Um, and I'll talk about it later, but I've, I've definitely had, had to use that, that contingency before. So I've always had money in the back just in case something happens. Highly recommend you do that because you never know, you never know. I also recommend registering your passport with the embassy so that if you ever lose your passport, you can go to the embassy and they will hook you up. That has luckily never happened to me, so I don't know the details about what happens, but always do that and bring copies of your passport. I don't carry my actual passport when I travel, when I'm actually sightseeing in the city, the country that I'm in, but I do keep a copy of my passport and I have my actual passport locked away somewhere really safe. Why should you travel? Some of the hiccups, we're gonna be transitioning. So guys, okay, not every travel experience is necessarily going to be the positive, like the best experience. Like, woo! It's, you know, there have definitely been some highs and lows, but the overall is always fantastic. So I'm just going to review some of the, like the why you should do it and some of the snafus that may come up in case you do travel. First, one big reason why, I, I really want to emphasize this, the friends, you all. I met so many amazing people from all over the world who were backpackers like me, who were you know, interested in finding adventure, who were relatively my age. I have people who I talk to this is, to this day who ask about me. I've, I went to Israel visiting one of my really good friends there. I went to 
I visited her Seder. Like, you just meet people. I have a friend who lives in Australia now who I plan on visiting. Like, you just meet people. And you travel with these people. And you make lifelong friends with these people who you've only seen for two or three days. Because your experience that you've had is is so unique and so special. You can't, you can never let go of that sentiment. You know, another reason why you should travel is that there's just opportunities. Like, you just see... There's just sensory overload. You see buildings that are literally older than the than the United States. You just you're just seeing the way people live, the way people walk, the way people act. You know, another thing that I really want to hone in on, and this is for my peoples of color, hey y'all, is the concept of being black and abroad. Now, I actually I've heard people say that they don't want to go to X country because quote unquote they don't like black people there, or mm, I can't do that because I'm black. You all, so I don't know if this may con- be controversial or not, but the concept of blackness varies from country to country. It's different. You, you know, you can't expect every single country to understand, you know, the 400 years of oppression that we've gone through. You just can't expect that because they have their own issues that they're going through. They have their own minorities and ethnic groups that are going through their versions of genocides and oppression that we can't imagine. It's just different. And you have to understand that, you know, we don't have a black, you know, we just can't be out here talking about I'm black. Y'all got to understand me when they really don't care because this you're visiting the country. We can't impede our lives and expect to understand our struggle. I will never forget one time I was uh, in Belgium and this man, he's like, where are you from? And I'm like, sir, I'm from America. And he's like, no, where are you from? Your skin is so dark. And I'm like, uh, you know, I, I can't explain to a man who barely knows English the plight of the African-American. You just can't, it wasn't enough time. And I was just like, you know, not everybody from America looks like the people you see on TV. You have to understand that you may, you if you are a person of color, you probably will get stares when you travel. You might. You probably will get people who look at you funny because you have to understand that they've never seen a person who looks like you. Or they, maybe they have, but it's, you know, it's all, you just don't know. You have to understand that this, it's just not what they're used to. Not every country has as many ethnic groups and minorities and different types of people, different looking people as, as America does. And that's something that to be very grateful for and I'm very blessed about, but not every country has that. And most of the, you know, the TV they see doesn't look like you know, a person of color. So I couldn't be upset. I'm just like, yeah, well, you know, we just look different. I feel honored to know that I can represent a different version of America than others. Have I been followed before? Yes. Have random people touched my hair because I had the cute little Senegalese twists? Yes. Have I gotten chased out of a grocery store in Italy because of apparently the color of my skin? They thought that I was, uh, I guess, an African, I don't know. But yes, all these things have happened to me before. Does that stop me from going abroad? Absolutely not. Those are minute details in my travel story that don't deflect from how much I've gained from it. So yeah, y'all, if you travel and you're a person of color, it's very much so possible that these things can happen to you. But we can't be offended by it. We just have to push forward and remember that this isn't my country, so I can't act as if this is my country. I'm not a minority in this country. I'm a minority in another one. So I can't I can't pass along those sentiments into the country of that I'm visiting. So always remember that. Always remember that. The concept of race is really different in in each country. It really is. I think the most important thing for me is to me is a version of therapy, is a type of self-discovery. 
again, every day is a challenge. So you never know what you're going to get. You never know how it's going to feel. You never know what will happen. You know, there were times where I felt super, super excited because I was around so many different people. And there was a time for days on end where I felt really, really lonely. I remember just walking around a city for hours and hours and hours by myself. I didn't have anybody to talk to. So I just walked around. It was kind of, it was actually kind of sad. It was also really cold too. So whoop-de-doo. But it really is a chance to reflect on yourself and the life that you want to live and why you're there and being around the people that you meet or just seeing everyday life and how you're kind of more observing it than being a part of it. It's, it's a very different experience. So, you know, the, that self-discovery piece really gained a lot of confidence in myself and what I want in my life. And also just kept that travel bug nice and strong, y'all. Nice and strong. And I, I will end with this note, you all. It is it is fun. Like I said, you're going to be meeting friends. You're going to meet people. You're going to see things that you've never seen before. And it's always appreciation. You're always going to have that appreciation. So, you all, I, you know, I, I highly, highly encourage you all to take that leap and, and, and go abroad. This isn't something that could necessarily happen the next day. Like, ooh, I'm going to do it the next day. I'm not asking that. But definitely plan a trip somewhere. And I'm not this, you know, I'm not knocking the Caribbean or the, you know, the funsy resorts, but get yourself out of your comfort zone. Most of the places that I've traveled, I haven't had that tourist, leisure, fun, American lens point of view. I was very purposeful in not having that because it, it, it challenges you and you want to be challenged. So plan a trip. You know, here's what I would do. Here's what I would do. If you guys are interested in traveling abroad, Here's what I would do. Pick a country. I One time, y'all, I would literally just, just like boop the globe, just pick, boop, just pick a country I wanted to visit. I think that Europe is a great entry-level continent to visit because, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a little more similar to what we're used to in terms of the amenities and the economy. Um, and a lot of the Western views, they, they're generally, they're a little more similar on the big front. I would pick a country in Europe to go visit, and I would go. I would go. I would I would plan out what you want to do. Like, what's the your top five? What's your priorities, one through five, whether it be travel or food or shopping or museums? Whatever, whichever one you rank the highest is going to be the one you spend the most money on. Have a budget and stick with it and make it happen, you all. The hardest part is getting over the fear and just been going. And when you're in the country, you just feel like you're just part of the people, even though you're really not. You know, they know you ain't, they know you ain't from America, they know you're from there. But feeling that way, just do it, you all. You all. Go to Kayak, go to Expedia, go to Airfare Watchdog, and, and look up something in Europe. Look it up and, and see when you can make it happen. Usually this is a good time to go, or the springtime, uh, right before like May, April, May is good. It's gonna be a little cold though, but still a good time to go. It's gonna be cheaper um, airfare. And you all make it happen. If it's what you want to do, you're going to do it. Just do it, do it, do it. Okay. All right, you all. I've spoken enough. I'm so excited to share such an important part of my life. It really, it really is, I don't know, it's it's amazing to see how important that uh, the traveling experience has been in my life. And I really hope that you all are able to share some of those experiences yourself in your life and in aiding in your self-discovery and really figuring out what your purpose in life is. I think, I do believe that traveling abroad can do all of those things for you. I do. Okay, you all, I'm done being philosophical. Of course, if you guys haven't already, please, 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 please rate and subscribe my show. Let me know what y'all think. 
And of course, follow me, y'all, on my socialis on my Twitter and my Instagram at Stacks in the City. That's the letter N, Stacks in the City. And, you know, I hang out there. I'm, I'm more on Instagram, y'all. My Twitter is weak. I'm not going to lie. I have a weak Twitter. But I'm working on it. I'm working on my weak Twitter. Don't worry about that. I'm working on it. Um, and I definitely look forward to hearing from you all soon next week. If y'all need anything, let me know. And it's Ashley signing off, y'all. Make it a phenomenal Wednesday. Bye.